what's up everybody welcome to we're offended you're offended i'm kim this is tyler and it is monday so hope everybody had a fantastic weekend so far and hope you all have a great week so what's on the docket for us today uh dr peter henshaw um from alberta it's it's deanna deanna i don't know fucking shit i already swore god damn it It looks like soup bowl lady, soup bowl Henshaw. The old I call her back in back in high school. We called her soup bowl Henshaw. Called her old old straight cut Henshaw. Called her Henshaw. Okay. Anyways, so she uh during the the peak of the lockdowns um she was totally cool with uh with violating people's rights and she full-on knew she was because it was for the greater good is that Um, surprising to anybody like did you actually think that the government when they're infringing on our rights and freedoms and stuff like that they had no idea what they were doing oh no they're fully aware of it but they just said like oh we didn't know that you didn't know that um, that we did like I don't if if you know if the if the courts say it's right like it must be right right like the the courts wouldn't say right. <laughs> so there's there's that um, food supplies are going to be getting worse so that's uh, that's an always that's a, a positive a great thing in in this world uh, we're going to look at some of the uh, at some of the things that have been rising um, and what the government's saying, oh, no, it, things are going to be bad, but don't worry, even though everywhere in the world where our food comes from is saying, um, yeah, th- things things do be bad, though. Um, well, and I guess Canada and its, and in its ability to tell its citizens to go fly a kite to go, you know, bend over and love it. Oh well, we're giving a, another another billion dollars to Ukraine. Billion? Oh, mm-hmm. like yeah, billion with a B. Uh, yeah, so that, that's what our, our government decided. So, you know, if you're if you're already feeling poor. You're gonna be a little bit poorer, so it's going. It's going to help uh, the Ukrainian government, which I've said I, I couldn't. I couldn't care less personally about the Ukrainian government. The citizens, absolutely. Yeah, so it's like five hundred million in uh, in military support, plus another billion in humanitarian aid. Which, again, that I'm I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm more okay with that than I am giving them military equipment. To which we've given them, I'm going to bury the lead a little bit, $2.6 billion already. I'm sorry. I think I just hallucinated. Did you say $2.6 billion? Yeah, to, to fight off Russia. And like uh, to be fair, Russia's fighting an uphill battle here. And for some reason, like... I don't know. Whatever. We'll we'll get into into that and and a lot more. And uh, if we have time, it's kind of a funny little uh, haha that journalism 
is retard and attacks journalism that wasn't journalism because <laughs> retard. So we we can touch on that and uh, I don't know and however else this uh, conversation takes us, but of course we are on YouTube. I don't want to be on YouTube, but we're on Rumble, we're on Spotify. You know, if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. I know it's hard. I know it's it's tough. It's tough times. Tough times, especially on Rumble. Yeah, I know hitting the hitting that green that green fister. On Rumble, I know it's hard. Actually, I'd say the hardest is actually probably Spotify because I don't know where the review button is on Spotify, and I use it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but if you figure it out, leave us a review. Share this with your friends. You know, if you put it on your your Twitter, your you know your Facebook, say, "Hey, this is my douchebag people. Come check out these douchebag peoples." But. <laughs> And you know, even if you don't like it, because, you know, somebody else's trash is somebody else's treasure, right? And I'm pretty trash. So you don't like us. There could be other people out there that do. So just share us anyway. We like being shared. There could be people that, there could be people that don't, which would be even better. Um, Question of the day. I have a bit of a question of the day for, for yous. What are you going to do with your 500 bucks? Are you actually going to put it towards buying a house or is it kind of a. Uh... What $500? Oh, if uh, on, on um, Friday's episode, when the budget was released, that's. Yeah, part of their, their plan is that they're going to give people $500 towards purchasing a house. Considering the price of houses have raised about 20% in the past year. 500. Is that like to buy them a, 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 a lock and a door handle? Or is that what that's going to do? Yo, here, you can get your new house and we'll give you some little extra money so you can buy yourself a little knocker and uh, a nice little deadbolt and a door handle. Yeah. Uh, it's probably, I think... But of course, I'll just say, so what are you going to do with your $500? You know what I'm going to do? I'll, I'll say this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go buy a fuck machine. So at least I can have something to enjoy while the government keeps fucking me. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. I'll, I'll send you some websites. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's such a joke. Like the government takes is taking more and more. And this, and the main thing, like my thing has always been, I'm okay opting out. I'm okay opting out of programs. I'm okay, you know, giving some some money if that money actually goes to where it's supposed to go. But you're seeing more and more. You know, we just had that big thing that came out of Alberta of that the what the hell was that the Alberta Health Services CEO they misallocated funds. They purposely st- didn't give money to, to the, the areas that needed them instead of bolstering the healthcare system. And I was actually talking to a friend of mine about this. I said, I got Jason Kenny. He's a bit of out of touch. Like when you see a guy trying to fill up a truck and he doesn't know how the hose works, you know, okay, whatever. But when, but when the person at the top and 
when they're saying, hey, this money, this these resources need to go to this sector and need to be managed, and this is the like it's supposed to be spent. And someone goes, Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've spent all the money and look at our numbers. Oh, we're super screwed. And then you find out, oh, like sixteen million dollars wasn't used. Think. I don't know. It just that you're seeing it more and more. Like the the mismanagement of funds. You see the the mismanagement of resources in general. Ontario, are you opposed to putting any money towards your roads? Like, are do you do you hate? I just came through Ontario from Toronto. Actually, I came from Windsor, Toronto, and then like that over Super Duper Lake. And it was just, yeah, that's why I call it Lake Superiors, like super duper. All right. Oh, but you just see more and more mismanaging. And then the government says, oh, yeah, we screwed up so bad. We're so incompetent, so incapable of what we said that we were going to do. Well, we need more money to do what we said we were going to do, but we didn't do it with that. So give us more and we'll, we'll just throw another band-aid on it. We'll, we'll take more of your money. And then say, hey, we'll only give you your money back if you buy the government-approved item. Like, what? Uh, I can't buy Victory gasoline? What, I have to buy Victory EVs? I have to buy Victory-branded, what, food rations? Can't buy Victory-branded meat? I can't buy Victory-branded potatoes? I can't buy Victory... So the government says, hey, you know what? Do this. We'll give you a bunch of coupons and credits so that you can. Coupons? Oh, it's like, it's like they're speaking to my soul here. <laughs> well, you're, did you see about that stuff? Well, I guess we brought up uh, on, you know, how Quebec, how they mismanaged their COVID response disastrously. Disastrously. And you, if you think like the reports that are coming out of Quebec, Toronto or on, well, Ontario did the same thing. Manitoba. I don't know if Saskatchewan did. They, if they did a similar thing, but. You know, one in one in three seniors in an old air, old age care home didn't die from COVID. They died from neglect. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And yeah. and government's going, oh. Well, give give us more money. Give us more. They gave themselves three raises while people were shut in their homes, while people lost their homes, lost their businesses. Oh, I, I didn't realize they needed more money to keep everybody locked up. I guess it's really hard work for them just to be like, access denied and lock everything up and then, you know, go back to their lives. They definitely needed the raise. It was, it was really hard work. I mean, don't give the nurses and doctors all the people who are literally on front line, don't give them the raises. Nay, nay. Government. 100%. They deserve it. Oh, well, and that's what I even found funny, too, like, because I'm, I'm considered an essential service. If you can see behind me, this is a semi. What? And I got, like, a, you know, like a, it was like a, how was it? Like, 900 bucks or something? Uh, no, I think, uh, I think it was, or was like it 1300? 12, 12 or 1300. That yeah. just ended up going to taxes that you got fucked over at the end of the year. So, <laughs> yeah, <right>. yay! <laughs> like, oh, 
here's thirteen hundred. I just, I'm just joking. <laughs> hey, you want you want thirteen? No, no, I'm just okay. Here, help. Are we really appreciate? No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Pretty much, you you feel all special for a few months, and then you know income tax season comes around, and then you're like, well, shit. Here's your money yeah. back. Thank you. Thank you for loaning it to me. Make me feel a little special for a minute. Son of a bitch. What? Have a zit. Well, the way that the camera is, I couldn't notice it, but now that's all I can stare at. So good job. I know, right? (laughs) All right, so let's get into this. So again, before we get started, you know, share it with your friends. If you're new here, welcome. If you're you're a returning uh, patron of Stupid, (laughs) welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> but, all right, so let's yeah, so let's just kind of get into this one. So this one from the Cal- Calgary Herald, and I and I, and I, have, I just have some some stuff highlighted here. Sorry, I bit my tongue; it got in the way again. I think I, I know you're getting very like cannibalistic on yourself these past few days. Well, uh, impending food crisis. You better enjoy eating human flesh. <laughs> Gross. Oh my god! What? Oh, it's like pork. Oh, that just reminded me of something. The uh, oh my god, were we talking about it in our last podcast? That um, oh my god, that message that ended up getting—it was like a bunch of Asians or something like that—and it ended up getting to the black guy because they were saying, "Let's eat our black neighbor" or something like that, and oh, he ended up seeing what? that message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up seeing that message and was like, "Uh." Don't eat me. Like, what the fuck? Wait, from where? What? Okay, you got to give the backstory. I don't... I, what? Oh, my God. I don't... I'm going to try and find it. I don't know if I... I thought you and I were talking about... Maybe I seen it on, like, Crowder. Louder with Crowder or something like that. His newest episode. I don't know. It was it was messed up. I'll try to find it. And if I do find it, I'll leave it in the description box below. But it was, like, messed up. Like, they had... This apartment block or whatever had their own, like, messaging thing. And one of their neighbors was black and they were talking about like food shortages and stuff like that and about, well, eating their neighbors. And they were going to eat him. What? what yeah. Why not eat? Why not? Well, I guess Asian people are weak and it's not like they have, you know, they're not big. Like they don't have, they're starving anyways. So dark meat is but the best. That, I prefer dark meat. That, that is pretty cool. Like everyone that's saying, oh, you know, well, China, like look at what they're doing. Like, there are people that are literally, oh, surprise, surprise, dying in their in their homes because they can't go anywhere. The government has locked them in. People have no access to food. And it's just calling. And people are just, oh, well, that's, you know, that's how, that's how China does things. You know, well, at least we're not China, you know, and don't want to be like, oh, you know, don't want to be like. I, I do it every time I laugh. I mean, it's all it's all in my name. You know, I, I was already born with a name, so I just kind of kept going with it. Probably one ding of the most dong, popular popular names in China. Kim. <laughs> what? Kim. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure this was from Canada Post. Apparently, they attempted to deliver something. <laughs> oh, I'm on to you, Bangladesh. I know. I know what you're on about. <laughs> You want, to, you want to have another discussion? We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Call so, me. All right, okay, so, I'll be waiting. All right. So let's let's get into this. Okay. So yeah, Dr. 
Dina Henshaw testifies some personal freedoms had to be limited to protect all Albertans from COVID-19 threat. The, you know, we have here Alberta's chief medical officer of health acknowledged Tuesday that the measures taken to combat the COVID-19 pandemic affected individual rights. Okay, let's scroll down a little bit here. The, the last resort was to restrict those freedoms when the ability to mitigate the risk that COVID posed to the population was not possible with the voluntary means that had been previously employed. Let me put that another way for you. We didn't like what we've seen people doing. Therefore, we forced them to do it. We violated their human rights in order for them to comply. That was their last resort. Your last resort was your first implementation. Yeah, that's very true. Thank you. <laughs> um, so at the time, the, the healthcare system was under significant threat of becoming overwhelmed. That, I wonder why. Oh, when millions of dollars aren't going where they're supposed to go. Surprise, surprise. And clearly did the decisions were made uh, were to limit some personal freedoms in order to both protect the healthcare system, which is already a failing, crumbling piece of shit, and minimize the severe outcomes for the good of the whole population. I like how they so, say that they're supposed to, they were trying to protect the healthcare system when yet they literally fired i guess or made like thousands of doctors and nurses lose their job but they were trying to protect the healthcare system right good job yeah and instead and you know what the same thing that brian pallister don't bolster the system don't put the money there where it's needed no we're just we're just not going to spend the money or we're going to put it somewhere you know where it benefits where it benefits the union not the people dealing with it. And she even says, so in those specific moments of time where the threat was significant and rising, then again, very specific freedoms were limited for that purpose of protecting the population as a whole. That should be terrifying. Because that is no longer freedom. Those, that is no longer your rights. Like when when a government just comes in and goes, oh well, yeah, you can do that. No, you can't do that. That's no longer a right. That is a privilege. There's they're literally saying that. Like, isn't that insane, yeah. Kim? Yeah, it's beyond insane, actually. I think it just. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how there's not more people going. What the cuss? Like how. How is this okay? There's, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm just, I, I find myself more and more surprised with the fact of how many people just look for somebody else to tell them what to think. Yeah. And that's, that's really, I don't know if it, I'm so conflicted because typically it's, you know, I see a lot of like strong kind of conservative, which they would deem right wing. But a lot of them are very skeptical. 
And it's weird because you would assume that that would be the left side. You know, the left is always, you know, anti-government, you know, live and let live, leave us alone. I don't, you know, I don't want to be part of your system, man. As no, more than the just, right side. Sorry, I was oh, sorry, just going to say no, the left is just creating their own fucked up system. I mean, forked up system. Yeah, so it's just, you would assume people that inherently f- listen to a, an ideology that isn't founded in, in reason and logic. Ooh, I just went, I went there. Oh, come at me, Christians. Just, I don't care. And, well, but so, but it, it's so crazy to see how fast people are just, oh, yeah, yeah, take, take X, Y, and Z away from me. Well, I don't care. Like, just lockstep and follow. And it really, like, to me, it really showed how willing, how soft we have gotten, how complacent we have gotten. We won't even fight for our own rights. No, but yet everybody will fight against one another about these things that people are telling us to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, you're not going to stand up to the government and be like, hey, what's going on here isn't okay, and this seems a little suspicious, but yet they'll fight with family members, friends, their neighbors, you know, co-workers, stuff like that, and like literally chastise them, and that's okay. Like, brutally, brutally. I don't want to say it again. <laughs> like, clearly, I said it wrong or something if you're asking me to repeat it, so I'm not saying it again. I don't know what castracize means. Chastise. Okay, say that again. <laughs> chastise. I don't know. I mean, chastise? Like, belittle, argue? <laughs> I don't know what the chastise. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to listen to how it said. <laughs> chastise. Oh shit, you were right. Chastise, yeah. Ch- okay, so whatever. So I added a couple extra letters in there. Whatever, you know I what I'm doing. That chastise, Kim. Yeah. All right. I, th- you know I think we got to get on that a little bit of chastising. Yeah. Listen, I'm starting my own dictionary <laughs> for words of Kim. So stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Chastising. Whatever. <laughs> but it was just it was the bickering, it was the division. Like, you know, and uh, my my whole focus, like when we started this was, hey, it's the the like, isn't it incredible? It's not it and I have to say this, I can't I, I hate that I have to say this over and over again. It wasn't it wasn't COVID. Let's shut down businesses. It wasn't COVID that put people out of work, that put people out of their homes, who put people in absolute financial ruin. It wasn't COVID. And I, I don't care what spin you want to put on it. Well, you know, COVID was killing people. Okay, sure. I'll, 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 gi- I'll give you. Let's, let's just say that the, the numbers were what they were, even though they're not. They're significantly less as. Alberta Health Services reported that we purposely inflated the numbers. Hey, eyes up here, fucko. Shock and awe, really. I'm truly shocked. But governments 
responded to this. And everyone just said, well, I get it. Yeah, sure, let's do that. Yeah, let's shut everything down. So what, like how, how I ended up seeing it unfolding is people then started because, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to complain to the government? I, 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 I fucking lay into Trudeau every single chance I get. And to be fair, I go after the conservatives too because I say, what have you guys done? What have you done? What, what's happening local? Like, and this is kind of the, the, the scarier thing is, yeah, we have provincial elections. Yeah, we do. Absolutely, we do. But it's, it's so heavily influenced by the federal government. So heavily influenced that, no offense, but it's kind of like provincial government is kind of useless. Like it's, yeah. you know, what, like, look, look at, like, with, with Pallister, someone that's supposed to be, quote unquote, conservative, a, a traditionalist. Well, when instead of making the hard decision, you said, oh, lock everything down. Instead of seeing, like, what other places have done. But I, I don't, I don't want to rehash that whole thing. It's just, it was government's response to it. Yeah, COVID didn't do this, and I I hated seeing that over and over. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, but then it's, if it wasn't if it wasn't COVID that they were blaming for, it was the anti-vax people that they were blaming for it, or anybody who questioned the the mandates or was trying to stand up for it because it was their fault that people couldn't get back to normal again. No, it really wasn't. Because it's, it was literally like a nonstop, okay, well, it needs to be this number, and then the mandates will end, and you can have no masks. Okay, well, then you need to just be vaccinated, and then you don't have to wear a mask. Oh, no, never mind. You still do. Like, everything kept changing all the time, but the only thing that didn't change, like, is the fact that the government kept calling every single thing that you said that wasn't verbatim to what they were spouting out at any given time during the pandemic. It was misinformation, even though their information constantly changed. And what they first spouted was what they would have called misinformation. They're like, oh, oh, you know what? It is actually like this. But they'd never actually say that. They wouldn't be like, you know that what? That was like six months. Sorry. But that was like six months later. Yeah. That's, that, it, it becomes harder and harder. And, and again, I've, I've, you know, I've, I, but. I believe in the scientific method. I think it is ultimately good to challenge ideas. And when someone says you can't speak, the science is settled. Ah, uh, man, that's you know. There was the the picture that I had on Facebook. The you know we used to spray our kids with DDT until someone challenged the science. We used to think the Earth, people, scientists were literally killed. Because they challenged the system, the orthodoxy, the settled science. Scientists were killed. And then it was, oh shit, yeah, I guess he was right. Huh. <laughs> Whoop, my bad. What is wrong with yeah. people? Like, literally, you don't say something that they agree with. And right away, they'll just, they're just going to come at you and they don't, they don't care. Like, if, if you, you lose your life in any way, whether it's physically or if it's uh, financially 
you know, it's, well, you deserve this because you're, you're talking shit that doesn't align with what we're talking about. And that's okay. You know, but yet I, I don't understand people. I really don't. Well, and I, and I kind of look at this as, you know, the government said, Hey, you know what? Just, you know, we're experts. We know what we're doing. Yeah. No, we're everything's, you know, no, we're not, we're not violating your rights or, you know, everything's okay. And then, it, it, but that's the thing. Like, look at that stuff from Pfizer. They wanted all those documents sealed for 75 years. All their information, side effects, testing, all this stuff. They wanted sealed away for 75 years. How is that not is super that, sketch? That's not, no, that sounds like transparency to me. No, I don't know about you, Kim. That sounds like uh, as transparent as like freaking tar water. I don't know. No. I don't think. I know. I was thinking tar, tar and mud water, but <laughs> and it came out tar water. So, you know, it's a mixture of the, the mud, Yum. the water, and the tar. You know, that's what it is. Like, so yeah, things. that sounds like. And the stuff you're seeing coming out, like I said, they knew that some people were having terrible side effects from it. Terrible side effects where people are being injured. Speaking but, of, um, did you hear about that guy that has literally had the vaccine like 90 times? Oh, yeah. He was given out like fake. They weren't fake. They were real like vaccine passports. But <laughs> Yeah, he yeah, kept getting vaccine so passports to sell them. Because he was making money off of it. And he yeah. and his wife have both had like 90 vaccines already. And it's all different ones. Like it wasn't all just Johnson & Johnson. You know, it would be the, the Pfizer, the AstraZeneca, the whatever. But it's just like, how? oh my God. If anybody's going to go zombified or have some forked up side effect, homeboy and his wife are. Like, it's amazing the Can things you- people will do for their freaking money. That's you know, and it's like even when they started these vax passports, what was the immediate thing? Oh, there's going to be a black market on it. People are going to bootleg it. People are going to try to find a way around because they just want to be left alone. Yeah. They just want to carry on, just exist. And we have a government that is saying, "Oh, well, you're now spending more." And then the 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 idiocy. And I will say, I I'm normally very particular with my words, unless I I just think of the word but the idiocy in someone saying yeah the government has failed time and time and time again so i'm i'm okay giving them more money so that they could fail time and time and time again or you complain that hey we're being taxed into poverty well we can't keep up you know even if we raised our our minimum wage up to 15 dollars an hour Okay, what I I it's just it's the it's the logical you know the steps that were were going down here. Yeah. Again, that's what I've I don't know I. It's I don't know it's it's just really, really concerning, and for people to to continue to say that like, hey you, if you're not happy with it. Don't you think, like, at least voice your concern? At least say something? Is that I phone my MP all the time. 
I said, I, I've ragged on the conservatives. What, what do they do? Like, please tell someone, tell what do they do? Oh, well, we're just, we're just not going to go. We're just not going to implement uh, that policy in three years. Word. Like, I, I think the best way I, I've heard it explained is like conservatives are, or yeah, conservatives are liberals. Liberals? Fuck, hold on, I'm screwing it up. I'm mixing two of them up because there's, you know, it's just conservatives are the speed bumps for like the liberal party, or conserv or liberals are conservatives, but hold on, hold on. God damn it. Fucking it up. Conservatives are liberals, but they're just doing the speed limit. Liberals are just, oh, yeah, more socialized healthcare, socialized dental, let's socialize this, socialize that. Oh, oh what? What? We, can't, we don't know how to balance them. Trudeau literally said that we don't, we're not concerned about balancing the budget. We have the largest deficit in Canadian history, even post-World War. Post-World War, we have the worst deficit in Canadian history right now. That's and the, bu the budget will balance itself. He's oh. even, he said that, and then they said, oh, well, we're not concerned about balancing the budget. No shit! You're, you're kind of proving that like, right now. Like, like, it's crazy. Your kids that are born today are already $55,000 in debt just for being dumb enough of being born. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. I can't even... I, I can't even... I can't even word. This is just so, like, insane. Could you imagine? No. You are in debt from no fault of your own. For you owing... Let's say you have a family member. They went and they bought a they bought a car. Really nice car. And they say, Oh, by the way, you owe me that money. Like, what? What? Do I at least get get it? Like, do I get yeah. something out of it? No. Yeah, I guess you can drive it like once a month, but like don't go far. It's Yeah, I don't I don't really don't want you. Uh, actually if if I'm being honest, I'd rather you not touch it at all. Because, yeah. It's like, literally, your kids have bought a car that they'll never get to drive. That's how much in debt they are. Yeah, and like a decent car, too. Not like a Cavalier. <laughs> like, $54,000? Yeah. That's, that's like a Mustang right there. It's just, well, to be fair, must, Mustangs. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> can't even buy a charger for 55 <laughs> well i definitely nice old be able charger to get that 300 or a tesla for that that's for sure oh no no and they're they're going up in price resources are becoming more scarce it was something Shocking. like what was it the Earth would need something like three. I think it was three hundred twenty-four million times the lithium production in order for everyone to convert over to electric vehicles for our grid to be. I think it was three hundred twenty-four times. 
That's the insane. purse availability. I believe it was. I might. I might be totally making that number up. <laughs> but for everyone, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Like it, it, I just. I find this super fucked up. Super that you indebted your children. Like I, I would never think of doing that. And this is why I said I, I didn't take any government handout. I'm not taking shit because the government doesn't do something. They never, they have never given anything without a little, you know. We're gonna get our pound of flesh one way or another. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and there's so many people that are that have gone for the CERB or you know whatever stupid program they they set up to indebt us all. Now they're being taxed for it. Or the government saying, hey, we want that money back now. Oh, naturally. Um, but so you gave me a, a, a loan and stopped me from working, stopped being able to, you know, buy anything, produce something. And now you're saying, hey, give me that money back. What? Yeah. What money, dude? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even. And now with you see how much how how high you know food has gone like I th- this is further uh, down on, on the show map on page seven inflation is up another five point seven percent over twelve months annual we're hitting three point four percent annual that's that's like a running that's average right now five point seven percent so nearly six percent which means you need now need to work from 2021 which have already seen massive inflation you now need to work another six percent higher in order to maintain your standard of living another six percent so gross and then you're looking and then from global news like uh, you know we have this article here on on page eight the average home prices rose 20.6 percent Year over year in February, twenty percent. So if your house cost you a hundred thousand dollars, it's now going to cost a hundred and twenty thousand. Two hundred thousand, two forty, three hundred, and think, keep million dollars. Literally, will cost you two hundred thousand dollars more to purchase that same house. And people are being pushed out. But here's five hundred dollars, and oh well, you could have a, a savings account, uh, uh, but up to forty thousand dollars, even though you can't can't buy any. Like you, you can't save enough money to buy the things that you need in order to save money to put into this account. Like, yeah, well, even uh, a little, I guess, backstory for our listeners, I guess. But the other day, when uh, Tyler was actually home. I had done grocery shopping and he was like, oh, did you get some of this? Did you get some of that? Oh, you should have got some extra of this. And I'm like, I like looked at him like, dude, just this was $500. And he's like, are you insane? Are you serious? I'm like, yes, just this little bit was $500. So no, sorry. I and that's for two weeks. Not even that's for two weeks. Yeah. That won't even last two weeks. I've already had to go yeah, get more stuff because the milk runs out and stuff like that. And, we got no bread now, so you know it's just uh it's crazy. 
Well, with that, so let's uh, well, let's skip on to this. So we were already kind of touching on it a little bit. So this was an article from CTV News. So as sanctions bite Russia, fertilizer shortage imperils world food supply. This is on page four. I'm going to go all the way to page five. In the United States alone, fertilizer bills are expected to jump 12% this year after rising 17% in 2021. So, from 2020, it was up 17%. Now add another 12% on that new number. So if I say say a bag of fertilizer, you know, for an acre was a thousand bucks, okay, well it cost you another hundred and seventy dollars, and this twelve percent is twelve percent on the hundred or one thousand one hundred seventy dollars. That's that's what that stuff means. I like I don't I don't know the cost of a bag of fertilizer, but you know, this whole article you know, talks about how you know, farmers are they're having to find alternative methods or their yields are definitely are not going to be what they have been. Like they're, 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 well, they're looking at using what was traditionally sacred or protected lands in order to mine for potash. Oh, that's a lot of Saskatchewan, but could they keep up with the, the demand? I doubt it. I don't know. I think they. Uh, I. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, if if we're in a pinch right now and we need stuff, like at least it's something that we're getting, and maybe they won't be able to keep up with the same amount as demand as Russia could keep up with. But the thing is, is that at least it's something. And then maybe instead of having forty percent food shortage, we might have ten or twenty. Well, and looking at this next part, combined, Russia and Belarus account for more than 40% of global exports, 40, 40% of global exports of potash. One of three critical ingredients used to boost crop yields is, uh, yeah, Russia accounts for 22% of global exports of ammonia, 14% of the world's urea exports, and 14% of monoaminophosphate. Uh, so, Russia... Monoammonium what? phosphate. Whatever. I can't read. Listen, you want to chastise me? <laughs> I'm going to come at you, okay? <laughs> Russia and Ukraine are major green producers. Together, they account for about 30% of global wheat wheat exports and 20% of corn. 30% of wheat. No, like... But... Like, you're... But why? Like, when I drive through Saskatchewan, (laughs) and that nice little flatlands, unless you're, you're in the pretty valleys, but through Manitoba and Saskatchewan, you see tons of, like, wheat and corn and stuff like that so why 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 are we not getting our own shit shirt well let's let's see one let's see so uh canada export of wheat we do produce a lot um so let's see 
Oh, is this in tons? Wheat and cannon increased to... Oh, okay, that's a dollar value. I'd like to see the world percentages, though. But, but I'm just saying... With this conflict continuing and these continued sanctions, well, Russia, all Russia has done is said, well, okay, if you're going to buy anything from us, if you're a friendly nation, you have to buy our goods, so oil, you know, anything that they produce. You have to have a Russian bank account and their currency is backed by gold. The so, by gold is just, like, mind-blowing to me. Yeah. So they actually, there is a value in having ruples now. There's a, like, a physical reason. It is backed by gold. And that is what North America has gotten off of. They got why? off the gold. I've heard conflicting things, well... From what I was able to understand is like the U.S. was basically writing checks that they couldn't cash after mm. World War II because they would loan out money to people. They would say, "Hey, you know that our money is as good as gold. You know, here, here, oh, here's billions and billions and billions." And they basically flooded the world with U.S. currency. And then when people were going, or countries were saying, "I don't think you have this much gold." I would like that gold, please. Yeah. The U.S. government said, how about no? <laughs> what are you going to do? We're stronger than you. I'm going to cry about it, okay? I'm going to piss and moan like an impotent jerk, bend over, and then take it off the tailpipe. Yeah. <laughs> but so, th that's what I've been able to see, and I've heard some people have made the argument that it's actually safer that the, the U.S. dollar isn't backed by gold, but wow. Russia's dollar immediately recovered. After all the sanctions, their, their currency tanked. And now, nope, it's fine. Wow. But, and and they can, they're more or less self-sufficient. Well, see, and that's the thing, too. Like, that's, all, that's like a, a good word that I keep thinking of, too. Like, if we, in, say, in Canada... Like, if we used our own oils from Alberta, we used our own wheat, our own corn, our own blah 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 potatoes, stuff like that. The, the thing is, then we wouldn't need them. So, okay, you want to stick it to another country because they're doing things that you don't like doing. But instead of actually physically going in there to a war, you're still donating to another country to help fund the war, which to me is a little mind-boggling in itself. But what do I know? But anyway, but I mean, the thing is, if you actually start using your own product and stuff like that, that your own country is producing, how is that not a good way to stick it to another country? Plus, you know, it's cheaper in uh, transportation costs and everything like that. Like, how is that not a good thing? Well, it's, uh, it's cutting your nose off to spite your face. Well, I'm going to show them, so I I'm going to stab myself. Like that, that's what it, that's what it is. You, you seen that, like Joe Biden said, like, yeah, you know, this is going to hurt the American, the, the American family too. This is going to hurt all of us, these sanctions. Yeah. Okay, so then why are we dependent on 
foreign adversarial countries. Like if Russia hates Russia, or if the U.S. hates Russia as much as it says it does, but yet you're so like, do you not? Do you not understand? Like, they like with with China. Look at what they did at the start. Oh, hey China, we need PPE. We need PPE. And China says, no, we need PPE. Right. They take care of themselves. Canada donated first. China or Canada donated millions of pieces of, of protective equipment to China. And then when it came to us, they said, Well, we'll we'll sell it back to you. Those little shit. Like well, you know, and, and that's that's what I find crazy. Like, how, how many times? Like, how many times do you need to learn, old man? How many times do I need to hit you with a stick before you understand that I'm going to hit you with a stick? How many <laughs> times do you need to be hit? So many times. They've been so naughty. But like, see, you're looking like you're you're looking at this straight up. Russia is supposedly an adversarial country. We don't like Russia. Okay, but we are dependent on them. Oh, what about China, who is literally an economic and an ideological, in ideological opposition to Canada? And I mean actual Canada, not not whatever this liberal bullshit is, because that's not liberalism. That's I don't know. That is leftist. That's straight up leftist. That's communist. What extremists to me, but. See, yeah. I can understand. Now, I, I can understand the 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 benefits and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's my big word for you. Stuff about like trading with other countries. Okay, so mm-hmm. if like with us trading, let's say um, with Africa, I could be wrong. I don't know where they're from, but say with like Africa or something like that for. Um, plantain chips or something right like something we can't get here or whatever but like something that we can't actually grow here or get here i i understand that there's a huge benefit to that to be able to trade stuff that they can't grow or get there for stuff that we can't grow or get here but i don't understand why people Mm -hmm. are literally outsourcing stuff that is grown in your own country, stuff that's grown in the United States, stuff that's grown in Canada. Why are you going to other countries for these things? It makes zero sense to me whatsoever. Well, I was having a a conversation with a buddy of mine. And so obviously we have some stuff that we got in the works or working on. And he was saying, why wouldn't you have it produced in China? Like he said, like money wise, that makes no sense to me. And I had to argue that morally and ethic, like ethically, I can't. Because I, everything in, in China is, is cheap. It's a garbage knockoff. And I understand, yeah, well, you can have your quality control and everything, but I'm not, I can't, I, I cannot support, just like I do not support this government. I don't support the Canadian government because they fundamentally, they morally and ethically go against anything that I believe in. Whether it's equal treatment, equal rights. 
across the board. It's not, well, because I like this ideology more, I'm going to side with that. No, if it's, if it's an ideology that says, hey, destroy Canada, okay, yeah, I have a bit of a problem with it. When, I, when there's policies that are put forward that say, hey, Canada is an inherently racist country and, and we need to rebuild it from the ground up, yeah, I, I can understand to an extent of saying, hey, that's wrong. But I can't support, I can't support a country, the people, and th this is always the hard thing of, it's the governments that I have an issue with. I would have no problem doing business in China if the government wasn't there exploiting people. There are articles, you know, people are, are protest or they're trying to protest in the streets. And what does the government do? Haul them away. Yeah. Or they're locked in their homes. They, they weld their doors shut. They put bars on them. Oh, God. Sorry. I was just thinking like when they have like in China, like with the zero, like they have it's zero cases. Right, like it's it has to be like. 100%. Well, they want COVID zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they want COVID zero, which yeah. is impossible. They literally have like you can look this up yourself and see this for yourself, but they literally have these creepy looking dog things without a head running through the streets with speakers on it and people talking and telling you stay yeah. in your homes, do not come out, you're not allowed to come out, da 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 da, and it's just it's crazy, like it's this creepy mechanical thing running up and down the yeah. streets with a big speaker on it telling people that they're not allowed to come out of their house like ugh, it's so creepy and, and 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 this is like like obviously that's a very extreme point but if you're seeing hey what what was told in canada don't leave your home don't go anywhere oh but our rights aren't being violated no we have a charter right that we can move freely within canada that's a charter right. Yeah. Why, like, I, and I've said this before. Why is Brian Peckford, the writer of our charter, the last surviving member having to go, hey, 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 what you're doing here violates that, fundamentally violates it, where you are telling people they can't travel within their own country? Well, yeah, and that's crazy to me. Like, well, there, there's literally, we have a charter of rights, and they still have, one surviving member, the person who helped constitute the Charter of Rights and write the Charter of Rights, and yet nobody is like going up to him and be like, "Hey, so this is what we want to do. Is this okay? Like, you know, like I I don't understand how in two years I don't know maybe he has said something before and I just didn't know about it, but how something like this is just coming out now? Well, no, he's he's been talking. He's been kind of fighting this you know he was with the the freedom convoy and you know the the fccc yeah he's uh he's working with them awesome um, the fccc the foundation for canadian charter or cccf coalition for the canadian charter freedoms i can't remember it's a law it's a law firm okay yeah, i encourage look it up i'm putting lotion on my hands my hands i know i was just gonna mention something about that i'm like what are you doing you look lathering yeah. yourself up. I like it. But. Hey. <laughs> all right. There's people listening. Sorry. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't understand how. Something that the government follows and Canada follows, which is the Charter of Rights. They're still a surviving member and people aren't listening to the person that actually helped 
write it? Yeah. Like, how crazy is that? Yeah, not, like, consulting him, like, you know, hey, I want to make sure that this is correct. And that would speak much more because the government's saying, well, who are you? Yeah. It's almost like, you know, that the idea of if Jesus came back. As if if I was literally just about to interrupt you to start saying (laughs) exactly what you're about to say. Oh, my God. We are so made for each other. This is fucked up. (laughs) All right, carry on. But it's. Yeah, but it's like if Jesus came back and everyone just said, "Oh no, you're crazy. What do you know, old man? Like you're you're the second coming?" Oh, I'm we have a bunch of you downtown. Please come and step into this padded room. Look, Shut up. We don't want to hear what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like that's the that's the like if you look in the states like there's always that big argument. Well, there's an argument now with freedom of speech or gun rights. They said, well, our founding fathers said this. Our founding fathers said that. Yeah. Well, our living member that wrote the fucking thing. And he goes, no, no, that's not, that's not what the, yeah. the, the, and section one is supposed to be so stringent. It is supposed to, because there's the, there's the, what do they call it? The Oaks test. There's the Oaks test. And I can't, there's a couple other things. Like it is supposed to be, you can't do this unless you can hit these thresholds. It's supposed to, you know, it's not like a, um, it's not like a, like, we'll take that under consideration or that's a, a contributing factor. It's supposed to be, no, we deny you unless you can meet these certain criteria. Let's see the Oaks test. I believe it's called the Oaks test. Um, here we go. I still can't believe yep. you said the exact same thing I was going to say. That's so messed up. <laughs> well, the, the Oak test was created by the Supreme Court in Canada in 1986 case of R.V. Oaks. The test interprets Section 1 of the Canadian Rights. Or here, I'll just I'll send this to you. To you. I send to you. I don't know how this fucking thing works. Um... Interprets Section 1 of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, or rights, yeah, rights and freedoms, which states that the rights are guaranteed subject only to such reasonable limits as can be demonstrably justified in a free and democratic society. This means that the government must establish that the benefits of a law outweigh, outweigh its negative impact, uh, that is, its violation of a charter right. Um, in RV Oaks, police caught the accused, Oaks. With hashish oil and cash, they charged him with possession for the purpose of trafficking under the Narcotic Control Act. He claimed that the drugs were his own and that he did not intend to sell them. At that time, under Section 8 of the uh, Narcotic Control Act, anyone found with illegal drugs was presumed guilty of trafficking. Usually, the Crown must prove guilt beyond a reasonable doubt, but under the NCA, it was up to the accused to prove he was not guilty. So he was guilty until proven innocent. This is called a reverse onus. Oaks challenged the law, arguing that it violated the presumption of innocence. Oh, son of a bitch. Guaranteed by Section 11D under the Charter Right. The Supreme Court found that it, the, that this right had been violated. So that the test. So the court in R.V. Oaks created a two-step balancing test to determine whether a government can justify a law which it which limits a charter right. 
The government must establish that the law under review has a goal that is both pressing and substantial. Oh, it has to be something that is immediate. And if not, uh, I, I'm, I'm saying this, I'm not reading it. I'm saying it. Sorry, I, my eyes go like. So I'm looking at. I'm looking everywhere. Oh. I'm looking at all the people in all the places. <laughs> <laughs> so, so pressing is substantial. So this has to be an immediate issue that if some, if something is not done, irreparable harm could be done to either the country or a large group of people very rapidly. So, like I said, with, with the initial uh, initial start of COVID, okay, that made it made some sense. But Parliament was still functioning fine. They were able to do Zoom calls. They could even be in the chambers to do this stuff. Two years of an, of an emergency order. Um, all right, so the court then concludes a proportionality analysis using three subtests. Government must first establish that the provision of the law which limits a charter right is rationally co connected to the law's purpose. Or if it is arbitrary or serves no logical purpose, then it will not meet this standard. Do you hear that? If it is arbitrary or serves no logical purpose. So what did government do? They pushed hard and hard and hard and hard. That's why, see, reading this stuff, I'm not, I'm not, the, I'm not the smartest cookie in the, in the, in the shed. I'm actually, I'm quite retarded, but I, I can. But what did government push? If you talk about anything outside of the government-approved message, you were silenced. Yeah, you were removed off Facebook. Government was telling Facebook, Twitter to not if at misinformation, shut it down. Nah. You, even Fuck somebody you, Robert Malone. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, even somebody telling you. Uh, on the internet or whatever, telling its viewers to go talk to your doctor. Discuss this with your doctor. That was medical misinformation. Like, how forked up is that? Well, there, it was, but that's... Well, I, I don't... They didn't really push on that. It was more like if you were saying, hey, if you take silver iodine and shove it up your ass, it'll protect you from COVID. If you eat two pounds mm -hmm. of ginseng and, and a rhino's horn, You'll be safe from COVID. It was more like that type of stuff or why saying. Didn't, why didn't anyone tell me that? I, hold on. I got some silver upstairs and uh, I'm going to go get a rhino horn. See ya. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, but it's things like that. But even still, I think how, like, there's still snake oil salesmen. Like, look at, there, there, there's a, the, one of the largest snake oil salesmen right now. Pfizer. They produced something that they said did something that it didn't do what they said it did. And then, oh, well, it, it's, a, it's a vaccine. And this is why, like I say, words are important. Words have meaning. That's why, like, hey, if I use the N-word, it is under a very particular circumstance where the word actually has its original meaning, which means ignorant, has nothing to do as a pejorative to a black person. You could, there's been black people that have said he's a white N word. Yeah. Like, literally, he, it is ignorant. That's all it is. Yeah. 
So I'm very particular. I'm very conscious of the words that I use. So a vaccine is something that protects you from either contracting or transmitting it to someone else, like the polio vaccine. It used to yeah, be, but now I would actually. God, I should like. I think the kids have some dictionaries someplace. I should find one of their dictionaries. Look up the the meaning for the word vaccine. And then look it up on the new dictionary and see how much it's different. I know it's it's insane. It's like two completely different words, but it's just it's just kind of interesting to see. So anybody out there, if you have a dictionary at home, just go look it up and then Google up what the Google up Google up <laughs> what the, the meaning of the word is now and see how much it's, it's different. It's very very much, but I understand like Merriam Webster and stuff like that. But it's, it's the fact of, like, they add words all the time. You know, like, I remember when they added dough. <laughs> like D apostrophe O-H. Yeah, dough. You know, from the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when they added that, it was, it, was, it was funny, but it was a word that people used. Yeah. Like, to do something dumb. Ah, dope. Yeah, they got lots of but, like uh, slang words that are in the dictionary now because if it's mm-hmm. if it's something that people use a lot, then yeah, they end up putting it in the dictionary. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Well, what I what I find well, I guess is maybe more phrases, more like yeah, they don't have phrases, but they do have words like you know, uh, Kentucky hot pocket. Well, they're not going to put that in Merriam-Webster's. No. They'll have, they'll have, yeah. Or like Blumpkin. Jiggy or uh, yeah. Slade. Like put or, some... Yeah, they have like, yeah. Yeah, like why don't, why don't you put Blumpkin in there? What do you have against <laughs> Blumpkin? You can find that in the Urbshin, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> no one wants Urbshin. to see the Urbshin. Nobody wants to see it in the Webster. <laughs> no, but so, like, the the, the bigger concern is well, we have a flu shot. A flu shot has a particular meaning. Vaccine has a very different meaning. Like when look at Merriam or Webster's when they look at them, try to explain a woman and a trans woman. L- look at the definitions. Even look at the definition of woman, like I said, and then compare to a trans woman. Okay, I'm look at do those this right two now. different words. And look, and it's like the the racism. It's like a feedback loop. It makes no sense. So the definition for woman, an adult female human being, Uh, a female Mm -hmm. member of the workforce, team, etc. A female person associated with a particular place, activity, or occupation. Okay, whatever. And then, what was the other one you said? Trans woman. While she looks that up, of course, all references are available. All references are available in the description. Yes. We're here every Uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. (laughs) I'm I'm a fast Googler, so you don't even have to do that because I already have it on the screen for everybody. So a trans woman definition, a transgender person who has transitioned from male to female. Oh, maybe it's female. I mean, look up female. Maybe that. Maybe that's it. Just female in general. 
Beef so Okay, female definition. Uh let's see. Of or oh my god. Okay. This is really bad because people are listening to me attempt at reading here and they can see what I'm attempting at reading. Uh <laughs> denoting? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Denoting the, the sex that denoting. can bear offspring or produce eggs distinguished biology by the production of gamelets ova which can be fertilized by male gamelets a herd of female deer yeah uh okay so then okay so in your thing i'll look up trans female then uh oh it doesn't there is no definition for trans female it goes back to the trans woman a trans woman is a woman who is assigned male at birth. A trans women have female gender identity, may experience gender dysphoria. Yeah. Like, do you see how how like the the word doesn't mean what like what you have to reference? Like a trans woman. Well, in trans woman, they have a well is a female. Well, but a female is someone that has. Typically, reproductive parts. Yeah, sorry. There's okay. So I had looked up like on the on the same page that I'm at here. It says what's meant by trans female. It's a person who is assigned male at birth, but who gender whose gender identity is female. That's not even saying anything about you know about how when you looked up trans woman, how they said it's a male who transitions to a female or to a woman. This is literally saying somebody who identifies, whose gender identity yeah. is female. So that's not even. Well, I, hmm. Yeah, whose gender identity is female. Yeah. But you're kind of you're looking at now you're you're conflating biological sex with identity yeah. with gender. Yeah. So you know you you start seeing like these things start bleeding together, or like we brought up before racism. Where <laughs> racism, it's a feedback loop. It, it keeps, it, it makes no sense. All right, but so to continue. So, uh, so the court then conducts a proportionality analysis using three subtests. The government must first establish that the provision of the law, which limits a charter right, is rationally connected to the laws if it is arbitrary. Okay. Secondly, a provision must minimally, minimally impair the violated charter right, a provision that limits a charter right, will be constitutional only if it impairs the charter right as little as possible within a range of reasonably supportable alternatives. Oh, that's like if, if the government says, no, hey, we're, we're limiting people's ability to move within Canada. Okay, then there has to be reasonable, supportable alternatives. Oh, I can't, I, if you left Manitoba and you wanted to come back, what was your alternative? You had no alternative. You had no medical exemption. You had no travel exemption. You had, there were no other alternatives made available to you. It was this and only this. You don't deviate. You're not allowed to deviate. And then finally, the court examines the law's proportionate effects. Even if the government can satisfy the above steps, the effect of the provision on the charter right may be too high a price to pay for the advantage the provision would provide in advancing the law's purpose. So those are the three things that they need to hit. 
proportion or I guess rational rush or proportionality minimally impair and proportionate effects I, I'm I'm looking at at like what was where what what was the benefit because it was government fun fumbling over and over and over again but whatever all right so but and and this is something that people aren't aware of like i'm i'm still learning about this stuff i don't claim to be an expert but it's a lot of well what are these types of things what laws you know is the chart is section one of the charter right just carte blanche well no there's there's a little bit more rigidity or rigidity rigidity to it that it is supposed to almost be like okay well you're struck down unless you can meet this threshold and it's a very high threshold you know we're going to keep striking it down well there what is there an alternative to it they're almost trying to find a way of defeating it and you have to prove that yes this is absolutely needed so yeah it's uh it's it's interesting to learn because I, I don't think a lot of people are really aware of this no um i mean i wasn't i mean i have to say with the more that we're we do on podcasts and stuff like that i give a, a lot of um i got a lot of respect for um like lawyers and stuff like that who go to school because i mean this is stuff that they gotta know back and forth you know <laughs> and this is who would have thought they have to learn some shit i know and this is a lot though like literally this is like what our 104th episode now and we've talked a lot about politics and had about laws and stuff like that like there is so much that a lawyer needs to know like it it it's honestly it's a mm-hmm. it's a wonder why they're in school for so long and they got so much they got to like get in that brain of theirs well, i don't know and why they specialize in certain fields yeah like a, a tax lawyer is not the same as a divorce lawyer is not the same as a constitutional lawyer, lawyer and even with a lawyer yeah yeah, even within like constitutional, it's each section of our charter. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's too much. Huh. Yeah, and so you know, I I I listen to a, a lot of different voices, and you know, I I ask a lot of those questions. Like, well, people are saying that, like, and I, I've said it too, but and I still I still hold that idea of our charters, our charter rights are subject to 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 change without notice. Yeah. Like the, the, if the government can push it and say, like, "Hey, this is the only thing that we can do." Look at our panel of experts. No, don't don't listen to that guy. No, not him. No, I know, I know, he has like forty years of experience. I know, I know, he has a lot of degrees. But <laughs> how hard is it to get it? He said, he said the vaccines aren't safe. Well, look at these other twenty doctors. They've said vac- the vaccines are safe. Don't talk to Eric Clapton though. Don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, but, but, why would you he's not a doctor or a scientist so yeah. It. yeah so it's uh yeah it's i don't know me me fundamentally i'm i'm very much on the side of of like liberty of freedoms and now they're pushing did you hear that they're pushing for the sixth wave now Oh, there's going to be a six wave. You know. Yeah. <sighs> well, okay. Well, I had heard that. Okay, China has a, another wave going right now, and apparently, like the 
uh, the infected rate is like super high, but yet mm-hmm. they've had <laughs> one death. One out of uh, how they're, they're like talking about <laughs> how like super um, catchy it is. I know I can't word today, but whatever. Infectious, transmissible. Thank you. I was thinking infectious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so many people are getting it, and they're getting like in the thousands of cases overnight. But yet, the the symptoms are very minimal, and there's been one death so far. So they make it sound like it's this big panic that, oh my God, there's like, we're having like 3,000 cases overnight or more. And, but no, just very minimal symptoms. And there's only been one person that's died from it so far, but you know. Hey, what about for the great? Hey, whole hair for the greater good. You're going to sacrifice how many people to uh, for one? Yeah, I don't know. Like how? I don't know. I, I've always brought up this. I don't know the the idea of we're so backwards in our society where oh. we sacrifice the young in order to save the old. I've never understood that. No, I, I, I mean, I personally, I'm very, I don't know, very peaceful, loving person. Like, I don't like the thought of anybody being sacrificed at all. But yeah, it is it's very backwards. I'll take the bullet before I'll ever have my kids take the bullet. I know. I would rather be the one to, to suffer. I know. I think as the expression goes, like I would prefer peace, if, but if there's no peace in in my time, let there be wars so that there's peace in my child's or in my children's time, something like that. I've said it before, but if, I'm, I'm I'm sure I butchered it. <laughs> but no, but it, it it rains it rains correct. Like I I'm not really sure how many parents out there wouldn't do that, wouldn't take that bullet for their kid. You know what I mean? Like it seems like a lot. It seems like a lot would would be saying, hey, no, no. Like, I don't want to name a name, but I remember a certain person saying, I would rather you die because at least I can still reproduce. Oh, my God. What kind of piece of shirt said that? Someone. God. (laughs) That is horrible. Beyond horrible. I think I, I'm not gonna lie. I think if if say I heard you ever say that, which I know you wouldn't, but if I ever heard you say that, hundred percent, that is the first time you're gonna get slapped by me, right across the face. Yeah. That is horrible. <laughs> right? Oh, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, I would freaking smack you if you ever said that to our kids. That's <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's you. You are expendable. You're useless. That's disgusting. Oh, I know. <laughs> that's a piece. Whoever said that, that's a piece of shit. If you're watching this and you said that, you're a piece of shit. Like, I'm not even going to censor myself. You're a piece of shit. To be fair, probably not. <laughs> probably aren't. Probably not. But you know what? I'm, I'm sending out the vibes to you. Whoever and wherever you are, you're a piece of shit. You're going to step in shit tomorrow. You just watch. And that was from me. You're welcome. All right, so let's kind of move on to this last one. Like, I, I, I didn't really pull up the, 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 the article. It's just, so there's this contributing writer for um, 
but the Daily Beast, uh, uh, Rolling Stone, The Atlantic, NBC, Business Insider. Well, this dude, or Benson, looks like he he's a little on the he's on the spectrum, if you know what I'm saying. Hmm. Yeah, he must, or he he. Actually, I'll say. This dude's straight up racist. He's an actual. Ra- he's he doesn't like Asians. Doesn't like them. And you know why? Here's his uh, right at the top. So I just ran into Andy No at the bar at a bar in New Orleans. I politely told him he's a garbage person. LOL. Well, if you go through the article, Andy No. Lives in Oregon. Andy, if if you don't know Andy, knows he's he's spoken out against Antifa and BLM and has exposed them for the frauds and the you know the the criminals that they are. Does he actually so, you know, he, work with um like work on Louder with Crowder or no? No, he works for the Post Millennial. Okay, okay. I've seen. I like. I just kind of like glance through some things and I keep seeing references to. Louder with Crowder, and I'm like, is he one of the people that's there? <laughs> is he the no, half I don't think Asian? He's a writer. <laughs> okay. No, no, that's that's Bill Richmond. Sorry. <laughs> but you, you can see from Andy No, he says Thor Benson, a white freelance writer, thought he found me and instead harassed a random Asian in New Orleans and made himself made him leave a bar. Benson's followers said the man should have been assaulted, so they should have beaten the shit out of this Asian person. And so he had contacted, I believe it was, uh, I can't remember which news agencies it was. Oh, the Daily Beast. And who was the other one? I can't remember who the other one was. But this kind of reminds me. Oh, and so, yeah, Andy No was saying, like, flat out, I wasn't there. I wasn't in New Orleans. I've been in Oregon. I think he actually lives in like Portland or something like that. He work, lives in that area. That shithole. That, that's a section of the world that should be like Russia, China, do us a favor. Come on. BC's getting there. They're, they're, pretty, uh, they're pretty lefty, but. Wasn't he the guy, though, that yeah. just like recently got beat up? Oh, this is a couple of years ago. Yeah, where they beat the fuck out of him so, for reporting Antifa. You know, the the non-racist, the the mostly peaceful, the the friendly, the loving people. No, the, yeah, the people that love uh, that love racism. If I, if I wish, I wish I loved anything as much as Antifa loves hating anyone, like any everyone? any any other skin color. Yeah. Any other skin color but black, which is weird because most of them are white. Like, go, go figure. But, uh, I can't even. But this is like, this is like the Chris Rock thing. You know, Will Smith went up to a guy making a joke. And to be fair, I, I, you know, and I've said, I think it's Jada Pinkett Smith. I think she's a fucking garbage human being. I think bowling or bowling ball there, I think, I think, I would put the spotlight on her. I'm not justifying Will Smith's actions. I think he's a garbage human being for deciding to do that. But I've said that is what happens when you 
see a man so emasculated. Yeah. Where, you know, he he was in Ali. You know, the the movie, like he's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and all, all this stuff. And then he tries to tries to make an act like, no, I am still a man. No, that Mm, no. To me, you're gonna no. go smack somebody else. That's not. That's not what a man does. That's what a little boy does. A toddler. That's not. Oh, no. I, but I mean, the thing is, I I love Will Smith. I really do, and I still do. I I think he made a bad choice, and I don't agree with his choice that he had made. But the thing is, when you actually look at that video, like when you actually watch it, Chris Rock says what he says. Will Smith was laughing. Then you see Jada, who looked right pissed, and you've seen him look at Jada, then the next thing you know, he's going up on stage. Like, he's probably see like, that, oh, there, shit. Like, I'm going to fucking get it because of what he no, said. No, no, not at all. No, I don't agree with that at all. No? No. How so? If you're, if you're a comedian making a joke, not even a bad joke like i could have said i i would have said something much worse like hey jada you should have put foundation on your forehead your your lights you're making the lights shine in my eyes that's that's something i would have said but i'm an asshole yeah you really are i love you but you are 100 <laughs> you get vicious like you get like mean and it's not even like i i don't know it's not a, a out of I don't know. It's not like your typical comedy that you hear when someone says something and you're like, oh, you know, but then it's like you kind of laugh about it, whatever. Like, you get vicious. Like, you're just, yeah, you're an asshole. 100%. I can be. You definitely I can, can absolutely. But, but, like, really? Like I, like I said on, on Friday, like, those, like, they rehearse all this. And there was a, a, a video clip released Jada was laughing, laughing after Will Smith hit him. Laughing. And then when Chris Rock went, holy shit, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. She's laughing. She is not a good person. No. By any I think she's a garbage human being. And what Will Smith, I, sorry, man. Sorry, you're. Your shitty Bel Air remake, you know, trying to capture your fame and fortune in your youth, which I watched, I watched like the original Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I watched, uh, what the hell was the one with Urkel? And then there was, uh, what was the other one? The All in the Family with, uh, Family Matters. Was it All in the Family Matters? Yeah. With, uh, well, there was, there was the Urkel, but then there was another one. There was like three of them. There were three black, I can't remember. It was, they were all black families. Well, there, 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 there was the. I was going to say, oh, there were the Cosbys. Yeah, there was that too. But the most popular shows were all black people. And what you talking about, Willis? I can't remember what that show was called, but yeah, you're seeing people coming out and saying what Will Smith did was because of racism, like white supremacy. One of the most influential shows. Like, you know, where where Uncle like Uncle Phil. Uh, that's the only way I know him as Uncle Phil. I don't right. know the actor out of anything else. When I see if I see him in another movie, it's 
Oh, it's Uncle Phil. A hundred percent. I know. I don't even, I don't <laughs> know what his real name is. I know I've seen it multiple times. And if someone were to say it, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's it. But no, hundred percent. Yeah. When I see him in anything, it's Uncle uh-huh. Phil. Just like, t- to be honest, it's the same with Carlton. Carlton is always going to be Carlton. <laughs> and apparently uh, I heard that he's kind he's of a mad. douche. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard that. Yeah, James, James Avery. Well, and he's oh, dead. Yeah, yeah. There you go. What? Yeah, Uncle Phil dead. died. <gasps> oh, he's been dead for a few years. Yeah. Poor Uncle Phil. Yeah. Um, how long did he die? Died December 13th, or 31st, 2013. Oh, shit. Yeah, no. I need yeah, to. I told you, like, he's been dead for a hot minute. He's been worm food uh, for a bit. Maybe, I've, maybe I knew that. I, I don't know. I feel like, I'm like, 2013? Have I been out of the loop that long? I mean. Two years have basically gone by, and people are going, when, when does 2020 start? I I don't even know. I still like honestly. I'm still surprised how many people are wearing. Ma- pardon me, masks. Like it. It really does kind of surprise me. Well, I, but the the whole thing has always been, you know, wear it. I'm gonna judge you. I think you look fucking ridiculous. But hey, yeah. if that's what you want to do, if you want to wear, you know, a full face respirator and all this shit, by all means, please. I encourage you. You know what the funny thing is, but, but don't look at me. Don't look at me and go, why aren't you wearing yours? I'm not a pussy. That's why. <laughs> See, for me, like, I, I, I'm not going to judge somebody if they're, if they're wearing a mask or not. Because, like, for me, I, the only thing that I've really been advocating for this, through this entire time is people being able to have that choice. So if I want that choice to be able to not wear a mask, then I am okay with people having the choice to wear a mask. I am just saying it because it does surprise me how many people still are wearing masks. Like, I didn't think that there were that many people who still wanted to wear them. So that's the only thing that surprises me. But, I mean, if someone's going to if someone's gonna wear a mask, the only time that my judginess comes out is if I see someone walking around in a fanny pack. Sorry, I'm judging. I'm judging. Or, like, when they were really? walking around. <clears throat> oh, 100%. Or socks and sandals. Sorry, sweetie. I know you do it too. But uh, yeah, socks and sandals, that's a no-go for me. But also, also, when people are wearing those, like I've seen <laughs> before, when people were wearing those like shield masks that would like go to here, but then like part of their mouth is still out or whatever, or when they were wearing yeah. like almost like, um, what do you call it? Like just a bajillion masks and shields and stuff like that. Like when they're like overboard, then I'm judging a little bit. I'm like, really, dude, <laughs> relax. Yeah. <laughs> Those- you know, I'm I'm look I'm looking at uh, at the new Bel Air. Apparently, that show sucks. It looks like it's like garbage. it looks like Fresh Prince, but dramafied instead of it being a comedy. It's like the dark yeah, side. Like yeah, like I don't know. I I'm. But like seeing that, like you're you're seeing people say, "Hey, attack reporters because they're reporting on the on the bad stuff we're doing," and stop doing the bad stuff. Yeah, like maybe stop laundering money. You know, maybe, maybe stop. Like, is it, okay? Here, here's a little bit of an aside. Isn't it crazy? How many people are saying this? We're not grooming your children, but yet they so badly want to talk to children about sex. Like yeah. little kids, yeah. Isn't that, make, 
Isn't it a little honestly a little contradictory? In my in my inebriated state last night, I was talking to one of our friends about that, and like literally, like I was I was trying to like I was explaining to her because I'm like, do you know what the don't say gay bill actually is? She's like, no. So I enlightened like, did someone her. Someone bring it up. Someone yeah. say, can you believe what they did in Florida? No, 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 no. It was, it was just like we were talking about some other things and then um, other, other things of topics that we talk about have come up. So um, that just ended up coming up. Regardless of how it came up, it's irrelevant. Also, like I said, I was inebriated, so I'm not going to remember a verbatim in, in how it transpired. But um, the thing is, is that I, she wouldn't, little bit. When I had asked her, well, do you know what the don't say gay bill actually is? She said no. So then I had enlightened her as what the no gay bill. Oh my god, I can't word. No gay bill actually means, and what it don't is. Don't say gay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with not saying gay. It's literally just don't talk about sex to five to eight year olds. That's literally it. Yeah. And this is what people well, are up up in arms about. Like that's that makes absolutely no sense to me. To me, that's just so gross. Like. Why are you fighting it's, against this? It's not, it's not just that. And I think just saying that that's what it prevents is really reductionist, almost to the point of uh, almost misleading. Because it has to do with, it's a parent's right to know what their kids are being taught. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. that if, too, yes. Yeah, that even if... Uh, what are you doing? I had a garbage bag kept falling, oh, but, um, but so yeah, it, it's like, it's a mental state of a child. Like it could be if a child goes into a deep depression, Yeah. well, then the te- that is not the teacher's place that like basically what the law is supposed to say, I don't know, talk to your parents. That, that's the extent of the bill. It, it's well, like yeah. four pages and it bo- basically boil it down to, Hey, you teach them the curriculum, anything else, I don't know, talk to your parents. Or for the teachers to talk to the parents, to let them know kind of what's going on, to be that buffer in between, like, hey, I'm noticing some things that are concerning about your kid, or there are things that your kid is going through that could be something that could be detrimental or concerning, or he could be struggling Mm -hmm. with, he or she, you know, to talk to the parents about it. So then they can have those conversations with their kids. You know, not a teacher. Yeah. Like you teach the basics, which is the same thing that I went through in school. You know, they they talk about a women's reproductive system. Not, at, not in kindergarten. No, 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 not no, no, no. Kindergarten. No, no, no. Three. No, I'm talking older. But yeah, yeah. In those ages, like just let let them be kids. Like why why are we pushing this on people so bad and the fact of the matter is that a huge chunk of the people who are complaining about this are the teachers. And that has to be concerning in some sort of level to anybody who actually has a, a free thought in their brain, a thought that they think for themselves and don't actually just listen to what everybody else is telling you. Like that, that's a concerning, concerning thing. If I found out that my teachers or my kids' teachers were having a fit because they couldn't talk to five to eight year olds about sex and gender and whatever else i'd be like what the hell no yeah i i don't, I don't well and even even personal like I, i've said before like 
I only knew one teacher's name because I happened to hear it and it was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't give up. Like, if a teacher, if you asked a teacher, hey, would you do this weekend? Oh, you know what? How about you mind your own business? <laughs> and that was actually from the teacher. I knew, like I said, Mark Penner. I, 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 I still know him. He's a real estate agent. Nice. And so, and so, you know, hey, Mr. Penner, what'd you do this weekend? How about you shut up and mind your own business? <laughs> like, well, see, and I don't understand. Like, it's just too many people. It's literally all, all that it is now is about people's feelings and people being, uh, you know, that they have to be the most special person in the entire world. You are a teacher. You are there to teach our kids and to help them through, through the years and to give them knowledge and stuff like that. You're not there to talk about your personal life. And if you're literally in a job with kids and your main concern and your main qualm about it is that I can't talk to my kids about what I did on the weekend or who I did or what kind of swinger party I went to or whatever. Like, you got some narcissistic problems here. Like, it's just, it, to yes. me, it just seems so narcissistic. Like, these teachers, that's, that's all they want to do is talk about themselves. That's the perfect word. Yes. There was, there's, a, there's one expression. Um, uh, liberals don't have kids. They have your kids. That's a good one. And this is, this is what I find so concerning is, like, when I say like, "Hey, I'm I'm like a liberal," I I mean the old liberal, a classical liberal, the non-extremist. Not, yeah, like I know it was so crazy. Like, um, actually, in France, like they're having their elections right now. Macron is like the left-wing, you know, the he's like a you know like Trudeau kind of kind of thing. Is he up and against a guy uh, named Cheese? Cheese Macron? Le Pen? Macaroni and cheese. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, <good> <laughs> no, Thanks. he's uh, James. I can't remember his name. He's uh, Le Pen. He's a he's like a populist kind of person. Okay. And CTV called him far right. Like how populist? A moderate populist is considered far right, to which I responded to CTV. I think it was CTV. It was either CTV or Global. I don't know. I they all just blend together because they all are just bullshit. Agreed. And and so I said. So according to you guys, like far right is populist and uh, populist and uh, uh, liberty minded, or it was something like that. And I said that's that's considered far right. Uh, communist and uh, and something else is considered like moderate, like that. That's authoritarian and communist. That was it. Is considered yeah. moderate apparently to to them, but it's uh, yeah. Like I, I I don't understand why a, a teacher feels that it's their position to spouse their ideology. I have no idea. It makes absolutely no sense to me. Like people, friends of mine that I know uh, have one a really good friend and cousin of mine, both went in to be teachers. 
they wanted to go to be a teacher to help educate the kids and to, you know, that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to teach them. It, yeah. it had nothing to do with what their personal life was, what their personal ideology or beliefs are. That is a complete separate thing. They wanted to help kids mm-hmm. learn, not, not spout their opinions. They weren't narcissistic. You know, like it's just, I don't, I don't know. I think there needs to be a lot more teachers in the world that are like a friend of mine who lives up in uh, Gillum and my cousin. Like there, there needs to be a lot more teachers like that. They're just, you know, more private. And that's how teachers are supposed to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it's just, yeah, it's no, mind boggling I- to me that this is, this is where things have gone. My teacher's feelings and their personal life is more important than teaching my kids what they need to learn to survive in life and to grow. Like, yeah, what? no, it's uh, it's it's a it's a big. I think it, it's a huge problem, and you're seeing massive amounts of people are starting to homeschool their kids, are pulling them out of schools, and are are starting to. Uh, you're, you're you're starting to see like the 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 thieves and the and the criminals are outing themselves. Like I'm gonna talk to my I'm gonna talk to my kids about about my sexuality. I talk to my pre K. I talk to kids in my daycare about it, and I'm gonna continue. Hey, you know what? You want to talk to your kids about it? By all means, you you want to confuse their poor little brains and mess them up? Go ahead, talk to your kids. Don't be talking to my kid. Or other people's yeah. kids. That is not on you. That is on the parents to have those conversations with their kids. But you're seeing them over, like they're they're so up in arms, and now that you know the okay groomer, like it's that's it's a thing that's caught on. And I'm actually really, I'm I'm very supportive of. Hey, call this shit out. Like w- there's there is no world where if an adult, any adult, any adult says or tries to sexual hypersexualize or desensitize them to sexual acts and then have the the nerve to say don't tell your parents about this what would you call them what would you call them oh it's uh, because it's what because it's a teacher it's suddenly any different like i i don't understand where they they find that they're they're above the law and they're so up in arms about what you're seeing that that's what the teachers are doing over and over and over again Please let me teach your. Oh God, sorry. I. He's I, just so please. you know emotional about this. He's just spitting all I over know. the place. I want to ah. molest so many kids. Ah. <laughs> you know what I'd no, be calling it's... them? I'd be calling nine one one. Is what I'd be doing. I'd either be calling nine one one on them or nine one one on myself because I just beat the fork out of them. So. Oh, but it's. Why, why, why are you like, there was one chick that was saying, if I can't do this, you're invalidating my existence. No, hey, hey, fucking, hey, creep. Hey, pervert. Hey, you you fucking trans fucking creep. Stop trying to want to molest children. Not that hard. It's, it's not that hard. I can. I'm sure. I'm sure you could. You know what? Do, do you like 
do like what your forefathers did. Get a fucking van, get some candy, put some work in. Oh Dude, come on! <laughs> Taking the easy road here. Yeah, but like, like, the thing is, like, I don't even... If my niece were to come up to me or ask me something, like, I wouldn't even say anything to her. I'd be like, you should talk to your mom about it. I, I would direct them that way. Or I would call my sister and be like, hey, so my niece is asking me this. Am I okay to tell her? Or would you like to tell her? I wouldn't just be like, blah, at her. Like, that's not my yeah. position. I'm uh, not her parent. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm... I'm I'm demi trans. I oh a new one. What xeno genders? Xeno genders, where they're just what the hell is that? More just make believe. More make make believe. Where they they take like plants and animals. That's called a xeno gender. So I identify as plant self. I identify as tree self. You know, like the 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 rabbit self. I have joked about this. I, I've joked about this um, probably in our earlier episodes about how I identify as a unicorn. Who would have thought a hundred episodes later or less than a hundred episodes later? Surprise. It's a thing now. Well, you seen, the, <sighs> I don't know if you've seen the thing with, uh, with, uh, oh my God, what the hell is his name? Yeah, is it Daniel? No, it's not Daniel. What the hell is his name? Topo Gijo. Uh, is it Daniel? The, the guy that owns Prager U. Dennis. Dennis Prager. Sorry. Sure. Well, he was on. So Prager U is like a, um, like, like a, not a conser- I guess they are kind of a conservative. I don't, well, I shouldn't even say conservative. They're, they're, they're kind of like an intellectual group, you know, and they kind of talk about this stuff. But Dennis Prager was talking with Bill Maher. And he was saying, like, hey, this this stuff is is already coming. Like, this stuff is already being discussed. Um, the hell was the... Remember, um, I got I to gotta say, they've definitely taken a whole new level to RPGs. And, uh, this you is- know, it, it seems like our entire world has turned into a D&D game. Yeah, so it was Bill Maher, or Dennis Prager was saying that leftists are saying that men can menstruate. And everyone that was on this Bill Maher panel were making fun of Dennis Prager, saying, oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's not, that's not true, even though it was already true. And Bill Maher is kind of, it's kind of out of touch. Like and a lot of these like like a lot of these people are like you see Stephen Colbert like he is bought and paid for Stephen Colbert is a fucking shill and to be fair if someone wants to give us lots of money I'll shill for you I'll suck your proverbial pee pee <laughs> watch all of a sudden we like we're we're t- doing all this talking and then a couple episodes later we come on we love Biden <laughs> take the vaccine and be I- like ah oh, they were paid. <laughs> Oh, to be fair, that's what I did when I got when I got the flu shot. I know that was. Funny. I said like I love Biden. Biden <laughs> is great. Trump is bad. <laughs> when I'm oh, robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so, crazy. Yeah. So from like uh, we have this uh, thing from Dennis Prager 
How dare Bill have Dennis on the writer's description of Dennis PragerU as complete fiction? The review is truly from Bizarro World. Like people, that's what some people are saying. Daily Beast outraged uh, Dennis or outraged Dennis on on Bill Maher's show. So like you're seeing like people, are, this stuff is being talked about, and it was mocked and ridiculed that it's a fringe minority. Well. When it's when it's in universities, when it's in government, when there are government positions, New Brunswick looking at you. Is it New Brunswick? No, I'm forgetting if it's New Brunswick or Newfoundland. Doesn't matter. Both of them suck. Maritime. Both of them are shitty fucking those fucking shithole places. I'm sure. I'm sure some of the people there are fantastic. Apparently, your um, government. Oh, I can't remember in which one it is. In one of them, the people are really nice, and in the other one, the people are not so nice. They're kind of assholes. Uh, according to a cousin of mine who traveled to both places, but well, to be fair, the both of them are on the eastern side of the country. That everyone like you have to pay to leave there. You have to pay to <laughs> leave. Let me leave. Is, is, it, is it PEI? Maybe it's PEI. You literally have to pay to leave that province. Oh my god! It's like it's, it's Hotel California. I think it was actually. I think it was PEI because I remember her saying. That she wanted to go stay, like she stayed in like lighthouses and stuff. So that would be right on the water. And yeah, I think it was PEI. She said like it was a beautiful place, but the people were assholes. Like she hated it. She had such a bad experience there, which was so disappointing because she had wanted to go there for so long. But yeah, yeah, no, and it like you're you're seeing this stuff, and people like and well, why do you, why do you focus on this stuff? these are people that these are this is the next generation you know like those are our, our future future leaders those are policy makers those are our future lawyers and astronauts and all this stuff well look at what they're being pushed yeah where women men men make better women now i'm sorry women you just suck and are better well i got two say- times two times women yeah. of the year were men That's so Sorry, forked up, which makes I I don't know that makes that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie. There are a lot of trans out there that I look at them. I'm not gonna deny the fact that I'm jealous that a man looks better as a woman than I do. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> it's happened so many times. <laughs> but it, well, and, I, but now you're you're seeing they they don't even call women women. They call them birthing people yeah what is that what is that like it's like literally what it's like literally like okay back in the day when like before being gay and stuff like that was like the new in thing to do um when it actually was just gay people (laughs) you know gay people would call straight people breeders it was a thing they're like oh you're just a stupid breeder and da 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 that's like (laughs) <laughs> <Inbreeder. laughs> but that's what it kind of reminds me of you know like calling a birthing person it's like oh you're just a birthing person it's like calling oh you're just a breeder <laughs> i i don't know like to me it's just so everybody knows what the statistics are everybody knows that there are um well maybe not everybody but there are a certain percentage of people in the entire world who actually are transvestites or transgender, sorry. And they, you know, people who have body dysmorphia and stuff like that is such a small percentage. And all of a sudden it's literally like 
the entire world is identifying as something else and they're transgender and da 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 da. Like it makes no sense. Like all of a sudden there was an epidemic in the water and everybody is, but it's not. It's just it's the new in thing to do. It's like literally when I was in school, the way to be different was to be gothic, right? So I myself was a goth person in school because, you know, I was different. I felt different. I didn't feel like everybody else. I wanted to be different. So that's what I was. So they don't have things like that anymore. The new goth is, well, I'm, I'm a, a female or a male identifying as a, the opposite. And I'm this gender and I'm that gender. Like that's the new in thing to do. Yeah, no, I'm uh, so I, I just added it to the show map. So this was from the Daily Beast. Yes, men can have periods and we need to talk about them. I, st- I haven't menstruated in three years. I'm fortunate to be one of the trans guys whose period stopped when I started taking testosterone. That's not a man. This is by no means a like, but this it's so it's just becoming it's so ridiculous. And this this is an article back in two thousand seventeen. Okay, so I I don't really understand like okay for one no that's not even a thing but like okay if I was a male and I wanted to be a female because i'm like you know i'd love to be able to have long hair and you know do make or do makeup and do my nails and get all that stuff done or whatever like i do that huh then do that well yeah but like the last thing i would be thinking of is i want to have my period you know what anybody out there literally like do a little survey or whatever on all the women out there. I can guarantee you, you're not going to find one woman that's out there going, yes, I love having my period. It is such a magical time. You know, the, the cramps and the bloating and the PMS and everything else that goes along with it. Yes, I love it. Now, the fact of being someone, a, a woman being able to have their period due to reproduction things. So, okay, they can have children. I can understand a woman wanting to have a child. That makes no, sense. They're, they're- but there are biological men that are saying that I get my period. Biological men. Yes. What? You don't, you don't. You don't got the gear. Dude. No. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't care what kind of pills you're going to take. It's not going to magically give you ovaries. That is why a woman has her period. Okay, so apparently we got to go back to elementary school. Um, no, or I don't. I don't. Junior no, high. No. No, I'm not. I'm in health class clock. here. Like, I mean, th- these people need to go back to school. Like, you need to go back to school because this is it, it, anybody who thinks that a biological male can have their period or to get pregnant. Dude, this isn't an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Okay. You can't have a baby. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. All right. We've been, we've been going long enough. Let's, let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for taking the time to listen to what we had to say today. And if you are returning, thank you. And uh, if you are new here, please don't forget to hit the like, subscribe button. And don't forget to share us because, you know, we're just dirty like that. We like being shared. And uh, (laughs) hope everyone has a good week. Anything that we talked about will be listed in the description box below. You can catch us on YouTube, Rumble, Spotify, Anchor. We got a Twitter, an Instagram, and a Facebook group going. So definitely it'll all be in the description box. Check us out there too. 
hope again, have a great week. (laughs) We will catch you on Wednesday. Bye guys.